everybody, and welcome back to the Music Industry 360 Podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa, and today we have our special guests. We have Adam from the creative team and Lorenzo from the creative team. So we have the dynamic duo here. Yeah, hey, what's <laughs> up? Welcome, guys. Thanks for being on. Hey, thank you. All right, so today we're doing something a little different. Instead of talking about like different services and stuff of the uh, the music industry, we're actually going to talk about like creative processes, like a more um, subjective topic because each person is different in their process. So we kind of want to get an idea of how the creative process works for each person. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, so who wants to start, Adam? Yeah, that's fine. All right, so do you have some tips uh, that you use or just different programs and stuff for boosting your creativity? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Like, if I ever get stuck in a pickle or anything, I like to just get up and get away from the computer, just walk around, maybe go outside or something, you know. I think I've seen you do that, too. Yeah, like Adam's yeah. pacing again. <laughs> yeah. It just helps, you know, clear your mind and, and get you back into the uh, into the flow of everything. But also, I mean, if you're also on a stuck, there's always the, the typical, like, inspiration sites like Behance and Pinterest or Instagram or anything like that that... You know, you can help feed off of other people's work and see how they're doing stuff and every, everything like that. So, Well, plus, you know, since we just moved downtown, we definitely have a lot of things to look at. If you go take a walk outside, you know, you can get inspiration from the outdoors and nice sunny yeah. Florida. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Better do that now when it's not too hot. So. Yeah. Lorenzo, did you have any input? No, this. Mr. I'm going to wing it. No, no, <laughs> just in a dialogue in my head because it's so campy and conversation right now. Um, <laughs> All right, you can leave. The door is right there. <laughs> uh, I locked the door. So. Um, yeah, just to jump on to Adam. Like, yeah, just you, sometimes you get into a zone and you kind of have to step away. Or even if when you're stuck on figuring out how to do something creatively, visually, you kind of need to step away and... Just do something completely different just to clear your mind. And, and then when you come back to the project, you come back with fresh eyes and fresh ideas. So it's that's one of the common things that we like to do is just kind of take a break or switch tasks to just kind of break away from that mental stress and kind of work on something different. Right. I mean, that's the same for any regular tasks, too. Like, if you have um, a job with multiple roles and you do the same thing for, like, an hour, you're like, okay, I need to take a break and work on something else. It's, like, not just creative, but just in general, just so you can keep your mind fresh <laughs> and tuned. Right. <laughs> yeah, and one of the things, at least, I try to do is, like, I, I have pretty much, like, a, in my back pocket a list of sites, like Behance or sometimes Pinterest, uh, just websites to just kind of be inspired by or at least kind of give you a fresh insight on what at least what the industry is doing or what the trend is going or what you can do that's not the trend right so just yeah. to kind of kind of see what's going on so you kind of can still kind of see the creative world around you that you're so sometimes you might come across like an idea or design and like oh that's cool and then you find out that um you made your brand did something similar but they pulled it off a little bit better so there's something that's going to inspire a little bit right yeah just like things you would never thought of on your own yeah that's good too yeah i I agree with that and also they are just trends i mean it's good to be caught up with what's going on in the world like right now but the thing with trends is they they come and go and they die so you don't want to be too much copying what everybody else is doing, but it's still good to, like Lorenzo said, to get an eye of what what's popular right now and to feed off of that. So. Yeah, because sometimes it may be trendy, but also it might be a skill set that you haven't 
yeah, that true. game. So that's more or less how when I started out, I started seeing what the trends are mm-hmm. and try to see how can I replicate those techniques. Yeah, that's good too. Yeah, like I, I'm always analytical. I'm like, how do they do that? You know, so it's like... Yeah, so sometimes you find like tutorials that kind of show how they did it, at least in the video side, but also in the design side, you tend to find like more examples and you, so you can try to mimic or just try to even just do a uh, spec project and just put something together just to see if maybe if you can do it on your own without looking at the, right. the reference art. Yeah, those of you who don't know, Lorenzo is our in-house wizard when it comes to After Effects. So, and I'm sort of his, his what do you call me, my, your protege or, you know, the... Um, was it Padawan? Pad- no, oh, Padawan, oh, yes. I'm your, Padawan, I'm your Padawan, yeah. yeah because <laughs> what I do is I imagine what I want to do and I try doing it, you know, like in terms of animation. And then I ask Lorenzo, okay, I'm sure there's a faster way and a better way to do this, you know. So that way, you know, I'm trying on my own to learn, but then I'm also like getting some advice too. Yeah, just have some time to play around. Just down, whatever down, downtime you have, either it's like you're just ske- uh, sketching or even just playing around in Photoshop or even just being on a program and figuring out how the program works. It's just, just give your time to kind of just develop something that's not super important, but it's enough to learn techniques. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I find myself doing that a lot, just experimenting and trying different things, and it, it definitely helps out. You know, what's funny, Adam, is that um, Lorenzo, is, because he shows me a lot of stuff, he's actually started giving me, like, quote-unquote homework for right. any downtime. He, like, <laughs> gives me, because he knows a lot of these sites, you know, right. that are good for uh, techniques and training and stuff, he'd be like, okay, here's your homework whenever you have downtime, go to, you know, check right. out these links and stuff. And so and they're helpful, yeah. Yeah, and it's simple homework, it's like, Okay, right. there's an update for Premiere or Photoshop. Look, look at what the update includes, so you can see what you can do to improve right, your skill set. Yeah, I always check those out when there's updates. Like, what's new? Like, you gotta check yeah, out what's new. Yeah, because like there's stuff now, or at least within the past couple of years, that if I was doing like putting images together, it would take me probably three, four hours back in like five, six maybe 10 years ago, mm-hmm. to just put images together and blend it together. Now we have this content-aware tool that yeah. we can do it in oh like three gosh. seconds. Content-aware <laughs> yeah. is so, so awesome. Adobe so, works some magic, that's for sure. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah and there's, they're always doing ways that that really imp- improves the speed of putting stuff out. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to spend like three hours blending something when you can right. do, do it in like three seconds and yeah. then move on to the next. It's a simple command. It's pretty insane. So how how is your guys' workspaces? Like, how do you work on, you know, computer or in your actual, like, atmosphere? Because I know some people are, like, messy. Some people, like, a certain way to be organized. Yeah, me, I'm very minimalistic, very simple. Like, uh, try to keep everything clean and organized Mm -hmm. from the computer desktop to my actual desktop. That's just me personally. I feel like if it's too cluttered, then you clutter your mind pretty much. So Mm -hmm. I try to stay clean and organized. I think there's, like four folders on my desktop and I just keep everything in those folders and I'm getting deja vu from our previous podcast on the um album art because you're like you know just keep it clean yeah. keep it simple don't clutter up the image you yeah know? that's what I say with <laughs> anything, a trend any, here <laughs> yeah anything in life pretty much yeah like there's that minimalist documentary or whatever on uh, Netflix and mm-hmm. like it's all about decluttering your life only keeping the important things and it's just I mean it helps you helps your mind stay clear and fresh so yeah definitely I just did some spring cleaning recently. We're just either donated or sold or threw out a bunch of stuff, and you really feel good. Right, if you haven't like used it in a year. So you've thrown out some files and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At work here too. Yeah, 
Well, just to free up space too, you know, just because video takes up so much memory. So it's just like, okay, what can I delete that we don't need that's like over a year old? <laughs> yeah, and I'm the total opposite in terms of my desktop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like part of it is because I do so many different things other than just design and video. Mm-hmm. So mine is kind of like an organized mess of yeah, desktop. Yeah, organized chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like the way when... Nope. Everybody else looks at it. They see a bunch of folders, but when I see it, I see uh, zones. So I like have a video section, a design section, and a lot of the stuff that's on my desktop is like stuff that people always ask me for. So it's my most common uh, used folders. Mm. So when we have an Instagram internal Instagram video to work on for a what we call a spotlight uh, for Instagram stories. I have a folder right there that I can jump right into. So it's that, that makes sense instead of going into folder, subfolder, subfolder. Yeah, you so know. that's why I always my desk is always looking like that. And I try to try to do like every week, get rid of like screenshots stuff that I know I'm not gonna use after the project's done or that doesn't have to be in a folder. Yeah, I mean, there's no wrong way. You know, it's just whatever works for you as the artist. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, like I said in the beginning, it's all subjective. So yeah. I mean, whatever yeah, works for you. Exactly. Yeah, and along those same lines, like same thing when you work on projects staying organized and try to keep everything together right so because a lot of us creators try to work in different spaces so we try to work at the office work from home work on the go so it it is very beneficial to kind of have everything in a particular folder or a way to move it yeah because we can easily just start having like hundreds of files for one graphic or video right so we try to organize in a way so we can easily just grab the whole folder put it to Dropbox or, and just be able to work on it on the go. Is that your favorite um, uh, file transfer program to use, use it's Dropbox? The, it's the easiest because it, the way it's set up, I can just drop it into the Dropbox and it will sync up. Mm-hmm. And then when I get to my laptop, it will sync up to what I have on my laptop. So you're saying Dropbox is better than SendSpace? It, it's, That's kind of an inside joke here. <laughs> yes. Well, just you want to go into it? No, no. We were, I don't, I don't so, want to embarrass any people. <laughs> no, no. In general, I mean, we usually now prefer a site called WeTransfer, which mm-hmm. is very minimal, very visual. Very easy to use. And also it lets you know when um, the person you send it to downloads the file. So, mm-hmm. you, And it also puts a time limit on it. So it's like it, if they don't download within a week, the file will get... Uh, deleted and then when they come calling for you like hey I didn't get the file because you didn't download it well plus it also doesn't it send them a, rem- a reminder email saying like hey you haven't downloaded your files or is that to just the sender it says this person hasn't downloaded your files it's just to, to the sender you okay yeah like if so it, you can reach out to the client and say hey yeah. I sent this to you please download it <laughs> yeah which we transfer you probably like two days before it expires it will probably it will send you an email letting you know like so and so didn't download your file so from there, sometimes I might have to send a separate email with the download link since it in. Maybe it went to the spam. So, so Adam, you probably don't need to use too many like file transfer because with uh, album art, it's not too large. But no, you I can usually use? just send the final JPEG. But I'm I'm Google, Google Drive all day, yeah. all day. Mm-hmm. You guys know <laughs> all day, that, every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I use I, mean, I use Google Drive. Yeah. yeah, it's just the simplest and easiest for me. Mm-hmm. I just gotta keep remembering to sync everything up with it. I pretty much have all my files that I've ever done here. Yeah. Yeah, it's a I don't know. It, like, I'm used to Dropbox because that's right. my general mm-hmm. workflow of moving stuff from the office to home and such. And do you pay for, like, the extra Yeah, I pay, I, I pay for the extra, like, right. terabyte. So just put it 
Well, we here have uh, they pay for our uh, Google Drive yeah. unlimited, yeah, yep. so. yeah. But it's, it's it's within. Thank you. But it's <laughs> under the <laughs> it's it's under the company thing, so you can use it. But in terms of like sharing it to clients and such, right. you have yeah. to have to modify the permissions to like because it's kind of meant to be an internal thing. Yeah. All right, let's not confuse too many. Yeah. Here else. So we're getting, I think we're getting too much. Uh, <laughs> moving on. All right. So back. Um. So in regards to time management, how do you guys um. How do you guys do time management in regards to like working on projects? I know that you said Lorenzo that you like to you know switch it up, you know, so you take a break and stuff. But like, how do you stay focused and like, do you track your time or how does that work? It's it depends on the project or the task at hand. So it's and usually when we take on a project, we can tell that's going to take X amount of hours or X days or or it will require more. Uh, I don't know what I call like creative playtime just to kind of figure out stuff because we don't have a, a clear picture of what we're trying to do. And sometimes we have to kind of kind of talk to the client to kind of get a clearer picture of what they are expecting from us so we can kind of figure out what to go from there. So that's usually how we, or at least how I start gauging how long a project would take. Yeah, I mean, Adam, you probably go through the same thing. You know, you can get like an album art, but if it's a more detailed, like they have a lot of notes or they have a few notes, you know, that can adjust the time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, sometimes they're simple, sometimes they're more complicated. I use, um, I normally use like a project management like software. Like we use Active Collab to like set due dates and kind of keep yourself on track yeah yeah and also i set a lot of reminders for myself i'm like hey you need to do this this time because i forget things all the time and i'm i'm not the best at times management but i it i can work it out but yeah just i set reminders and i use like the project management management software yeah i use active collab too i mean we all do here at at symphonic you know to make sure that we complete all our projects but because i'm in charge of video distribution i don't need to have a project you know uh, file for that uh, because that's a daily thing but uh, I actually am old school I actually use post-its at my desk oh, where right, I just yeah. have my daily note like make sure you complete you know do your releasing videos your new videos and then work on these three projects you right, know and then yeah. I it just feels good to kind of cross them off so I'm more like yeah, a physical, more physical versus yeah. yeah I tried that but I just can't I, I well you know. probably have multiple things going on I have kind of right. like a steady like five things and that's it right. you know <laughs> yeah well you, had, you used to have a marker board too that you, dread, I did. you dreaded <laughs> updating that every single Yes, I did go electronic with my releasing videos just because video distribution has grown so much. I used to like update the marker board with all the new videos, but now I have just a a, a Google Sheet actually on Google Drive. Find that easier? (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, much easier. Yes. All right. So, do you guys have any other programs that you recommend uh, for anyone to use? Honestly, for just creativity or for just organization? Some of the stuff like we at least as creative we picked up either during school or during regular practice of basic knowledge stuff so like if you're to print you know all the rules in terms of printing of keeping things off the edge so yeah th- borders and stuff yeah yeah and then there's and then for digital same thing like what's the maximum size for a instagram photo or twitter yeah you know, like, like so those, many sizes for everything <laughs> yeah yeah so some stuff you have to kind of figure out before you can kind of have that creative edge a little bit. One thing that I noticed that like I'll get a template for a Facebook banner that um, it 
it has the guides, but it doesn't always work. Like for if you look at a mobile versus desktop, like sometimes a mobile get cut off just a little bit and you have to make it just a little smaller, but it looks great on desktop. It's just, it's really frustrating. Yeah, it's hard to design (laughs) for something in your hand and something on your lap. Yeah. Like from computer versus phone, you know, so. So Adam, did you have any other programs you wanted to mention? Um, I can't really think of anything, but or just maybe your email client itself. Like you can set rules or like to put the certain emails into certain folders. Oh yeah, like, I, I do that. Yeah. Yeah. So if I get a cover, I mean, an email on a release cover, it'll go into like the release cover folder. That way, I know that that's where it belongs. Mm-hmm. Helps to stay organized, definitely. Yeah, it definitely helps not have it get lost in the giant inbox. Yeah. A funny side note here, um, because I am the main person who handles the video distribution, but I always CC Lorenzo on them just in case I'm out or something or on vacation, you know, so he can locate the email if an artist has a question. So Lorenzo has a rule for a folder that says Vanessa CC me on. And I think last time I looked over your shoulder and saw it, it had over like 100 <laughs> in there unread. Yeah. <laughs> but think about it, if all those went into his inbox, you know, right, how yeah, hard it would be, be to sort everything out. Yeah. yeah. Any other additional creative thoughts? <laughs> I'm bad on the spot. Yeah. Um, one of the things I do that greatly improves your productivity, at least in the creative side, is learning uh, shortcut keys or the hotkeys. Oh, yes. So, definitely. Command so, what C, are, Command V. Uh, that, no, that, well, what are your favorite ones other than the. For Photoshop? Uh, any. Oh, well, the space bar is, it gets the hand tool. It makes you, helps you, it grabs a hand tool. You, you can pan around in your, your viewport oh, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That way you're not like uh, scrolling everywhere or using the scroll bars. Like, oh, jeez. Yeah. Just push, <laughs> Can't imagine. hold the space bar, a little handle pop up, you know. You can scroll around. Yeah. I mostly, because I do a lot of Instagram videos and I have to recreate covers and I have to use content-aware content fill. Or something. Mm-hmm. I usually use the uh, control shift F5. Which yeah, is, that's what I, yeah, I do that one. So yeah. just, instead, of, instead of just clicking and dragging to the fill, I just do that and it already remembers the last... Uh, drop down. What does that shortcut do? It it pulls up the fill dialog, so you can either oh, fill so you don't have to do edit fill right. content aware. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. See, that's that's a new one. I didn't know that's that. Yeah, that's little, well, I told you I have difficulty with the three commands. Like, when, if it's just oh, yeah. two, I can remember those, but when it's like three, I just have difficulty yeah, like remembering. Save it. as is control command shifts. No, I do I do file save as. <laughs> well, well, I use most of my fingers when I type. So <laughs> yeah, and usually my left hand is on the on keyboard. The keyboard. Yeah. yeah, so to use the common copy paste and. So right. good, good, I don't know, the usual technique for most designers are either one hand on the mouse or mm-hmm. the or the pen, the pen tablet, and then the other hand is on the left of the keyboard yep. to do all the shortcut keys. Yeah. So it's, it's sort of hitting space yeah, with your thumb. Is right it's there. a preference. Yeah, and it seems like it's only saving like a fraction of a second or a second, but that's, that it, stuff it adds, adds up, up yeah. throughout, the, yeah. mm-hmm. throughout the day. And you can... Uh, you can judge somebody's prestige by how many hotkeys they know. Oh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys made any custom ones for your... Uh... Yeah, I've made like an Illustrator. There's like the Expand tool. Like I've mm-hmm. made a custom one for that because there wasn't one. But mm-hmm. that's about it. Really, yeah, they, They've got pretty much covered all yeah, of that, Yeah, it just falls, yeah, it falls under like really knowing or oh, spending the time to kind of figure out the program's capability. Mm-hmm. So if you know the shortcut keys, that would save you some time if... Then you can do it. So yeah. Even just hitting like 
tea or pee or yeah tea with type oh with after effects yeah especially like hit you to show all the you know yeah the so animation you're doing yeah, so those kind of things like make it easy to, for you not to keep clicking for drop downs yeah unless you really really have to dive in a little bit more Lorenzo, you mentioned uh, mouse versus trackpad. Like we didn't actually say how amazing trackpads are versus using a, just a regular mouse. Yeah. I mean, you I think as a yeah, the pen tablet. Yeah, yeah, like you just you have to. <laughs> I think as a designer, you have to use that in order to. Yeah, I mean, I I actually, mean, it is a preference, but I just feel that it wouldn't work out too well using a mouse. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm kind of indifferent. I I like the mouse, but I do use the the tablet when I'm drawing or like. If That's I'm what like, I mean. Yeah, for yeah. Just designing and stuff. Yeah, like, or if I'm like brushing in, like, uh, from on a mask or something, like trying to, trying to crop out the background of mm-hmm. some photo, like I'll definitely use the pen tool to, do, I mean, the uh, tablet to do that. But normally, I feel a little more accurate with the mouse if I'm clicking points or something like that. But mm. yeah, that's oh, just like the me. pen tool. Yeah, like yeah. the pen tool, or just if I got to get real precise, like. Well, it depends on the settings that you have on the 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 tablet as well you know should we say just the wacom tablet or is there other brands out there no that's the popular one okay different sub sub um knockoff brands no not not knockoff (laughs) bootleg well the well now wacom is they have like the different ones like one day we'll get the screen version Mm. that we can actually draw on the screen that'd be awesome yeah that brings into like another i guess creative thing like i prefer to use a micro because we all we all work on apple mm-hmm. so i like to use that apple spaces because oh yeah yeah for your like because that's multiple like even kind of. yeah. yeah even though my desktop is an organized mess but i when i have programs open i tend to kind of segment uh, each application so i like have one for email one for photoshop one for animation right and i just f- rotate horizontally yeah, if you're not familiar, kind of like switches screens, like yeah, like yeah. It switches screen versus you having bo- uh, like minimizing win- and maximizing. Yeah, or windows behind windows, and you have to kind of dig, move which windows around. <laughs> which yeah, that's yeah, what I do too. I've tried the spaces. I do actually. I have two uh, window spaces. Is they're called? Yeah, I did, I use two spaces. Like I my one has all my passwords and stuff, yeah. so I just switch over to that. Yeah, well, I sent mine to my my back button on my. Uh, a Wacom tablet. Mm, okay. Oh, okay. So that's how I'm able to switch from, like, go from... Um, one to another. One to another without... Because they, they do have the keys, but the keys, it's an extra step. Yeah, you got to set it. So it's kind of yeah. like having an additional monitor, basically. Yeah, But on the same screen, but that, you can tab back and forth. Yeah, that's another hint. We, like, most designers... Hint, hint, we want another monitor. Yeah, most designers <laughs> kind of need a second monitor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I don't think we have any upcoming events uh the, to talk about but we did just have our symphonic grand opening here yeah it's our office grand opening so. oh yes yes the office not the actual company we have yeah we've been <laughs> yeah the company been around for like 12 years but we just moved from the wesley chapel north florida area down to downtown tampa we didn't just move we moved in october but we just had our grand opening because yeah. we had the office all set up and all of our all plants cool the murals, murals. Yeah, yeah my basque yeah. yeah just had to get the office and uh, tip-top shape before mm-hmm. we can show it off to da- uh, the rest the of people. The world, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty successful, I say. Yeah, we'd it was have a fun some party, cool yeah. performers, you know. Yeah, the yeah. recap video looks good, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, it's yeah, all you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the past couple of months prior to the grand opening, we had a local uh, muralist that did some murals in the office mm-hmm. last time, did some more murals for the new office. Yeah. So Very talented, what, what yeah. we have, like, like five, pretty five much. Total, yeah, five total. Five total. Basque, known as Basque on Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
Check you see his uh, work in Iron Man 2, I think, in really? Tony Stark's lair. Yep. Adam is a big fan. Yeah, you should see whenever really... whenever he comes in to visit, Adam's just like, ah. Oh. He's like, hey, I uh, love your work, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but also, he's based out of St. Pete, so he has a couple of yeah, murals there that can easily come across. Yeah, that's cool. That, that also helps with inspiration and creativity around here. Walking into an office that's like... Just as art yeah. plastered all over the walls. It's really yeah, cool. Yeah, not just plain white walls. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there, there is art all over Tampa. Yes. Basically. Yes. <laughs> better than West. I mean, West Chapel's cool, but Tampa's better. It's still growing. Yeah. So that's why we have to move to a more developed. A little more happenings. Yeah, like where, part of where all the artists are and that's the art. Right. And, yeah. All right. Uh, so what is everyone currently listening to? Adam? Uh. This guy named Daniel Avery, he's a really talented guy. I mean, he just put out a new album called Song for Alpha. That's what I've been listening to. Kind of like hypnotic, psychedelic techno stuff. I guess we really didn't get into it. I know that we did with our episode on uh, design, like cover design, but like, how do you guys, do you guys listen to music like while you're working oh, during yeah. the day? Yeah, it, yeah, it, I, for, I guess for me, it depends really what's... Um, oh, yeah, if you're doing video, you can't yeah, really listen when, to Yeah, something. when we're doing video... Kind of have to listen to the audio of the video to yeah. kind of get that going, right. but sometimes, but when we do an animation or design work that we know we're going to spend a little time, we put music in the background. Oh yeah, and it helps me. Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes it's it can be hip hop or dance. Sometimes that's a higher BPM to kind of get you into a, like a a rhythm. That's mm-hmm. usually right. What, and sometimes we just have it as a background music just to kind of kind of. Fill, fill the space but yeah add a not noise beat. in the background yeah yeah i mean i don't like a lot of lyrics most of the time when i'm working it's just more like ambient like yeah. kind of chill stuff yeah sometimes i put i purposely get like instrumentals mm-hmm. i'd like yeah. i'll just put some instrumental playlists either that or sometimes purposely put uh coffee shop music playlists yeah those are always <laughs> cool. so, so, like elevator music yeah. no no it's like it sounds like you're in a coffee shop it's like oh. an actual like an ambient huh. like room sounds so you're working but you just have this oh, oh like like people like mm-hmm. you, oh. you hear the shuffle that's interesting that you is hear, interesting yeah, i'll have to try that yeah mm-hmm. you hear the shuffle like uh, somebody in a coffee shop and like you hear a faint conversation but it's just that's so funny it's just background noise so you can just help me sleep do you have the occasional like dropping a cup or something and crash you know uh, <laughs> like you hear it <laughs> no no i think they edit those out <laughs> you guys ever heard of binaural beats no you ever heard of that Mm-mm. it's yeah. like music that's on a certain wavelength or whatever it can kind of like get your brain doing different activities or something it's kind of got, yeah. got a, like a small buzzing in the background like wah, 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 like sort of mm-hmm. stuff like that I, I think i listened to it when it when i first heard of it but i haven't mm-hmm. seeked, seeked it out yeah it. another local artist named pale horse he he listens to that a lot and i guess it helps him with his creativity mm-hmm. funny story though me i showed it to my friend we were in a car we had the windows up and we put on some binaural beats and like it literally made us nauseous pretty much like, <laughs> like we had to let the windows down it was like created like a vacuum in there it's it's very unique and different i mean huh. there's subtle versions and there's amped up versions so check mm-hmm. it out if you want binaural beats mm-hmm. do you guys have to listen to music at night like when you sleep or do you have like i have a quiet? fan i have to have a fan on yes i, I do noise. i have a box fan too yeah like high five i need noise fans. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you guys are weird <laughs> No, I, mean, it's, I just I, have a regular fan. Well, I yeah. mean, talking about a- ambient noise, you know, like I need something yeah. to cover up any of those little small. Yeah, tick wake or me up. Little, yeah. And sometimes I ring it in my ear. I, I have a street in front of my house, so I have cars whizzing by uh. at different hours of night. Because mm. I used to f- listen to like even podcasts going to sleep. Mm-hmm. Right. But or keep the TV on. Some people yeah. do, you know. Yeah, back, yeah, fault, yeah, the TV on or just something going. 
but yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say speaking of podcasts, because that's um, because whenever we get to the what are, what are you currently listening to, like I don't really like listen to music too often, other than well, other than Muse, you know, mm-hmm. it's just creature habit. But I actually listen to a lot of podcasts, like on, on my long. I have about a f- thirty to forty five minute drive in the morning, right. so um, I usually listen to like stuff you should know podcasts, like you have just. A topic of the right. day it can be anything from science to whatever you know uh, yeah i listen to actually like a local morning radio show yeah. and uh afternoon show just get caught up on the news and they're funny too so lawrence do you have any uh artists you're currently listening to let me pull up the l- pull up the list oh he's got a list oh. yeah yeah because i listen to different podcasts mm-hmm. based joe on rogan <laughs> what else well some podcasts they have different Guests, so some mm-hmm. guests are more attractive to listen to than others. I have something because I know you, you two are guys, obviously. But um, I had a friend just give <laughs> send me because uh, she knows how much I love Tom Hiddleston, and it's called um, the Thirst Aid Kit podcast. And they just talk about they're two girls that just talk about their thirst, thirst you know, the, thirst, thirst for, the, for, for the, a celebrity. Like this, this week was Tom Hiddleston, oh, last week was Chris Evans. Like it's such girls. a we're, we're you know, both shaking our heads. And you know, I was just thinking how like it's it's a little it's it was a great podcast, but it's a little sexist because you imagine if like guys are doing that, like oh, oh yeah. the hot girl it's of the different. week, you know? Yeah, yeah. I just it's found it interesting. Yeah. But the episode books. the podcast was great though. But there's so. also <laughs> other sides of that spectrum yeah. too. Like, yeah. But anyway, well, sorry. Back, bring it back to the, the guy side of yes. the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm always within the mainstream stuff. Like, there's a couple of stuff outside, but I don't like. I'm not. I'm never a super fan of of a, of a band. Like, I like a band, but right. I'm, I'm, I'm kind not of the same boat. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not like one that would go to a Foo Fighter concert. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just went, went last night. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. Foo- you went to Foo Fighters? Yeah. Oh, was how was it? Crazy. It was really, really good. Yeah. Dave Grohl's the man. I don't know how he does that. Like two and a half yeah. hours set. It was crazy. Yeah. Like I don't keep nothing. Like I like Foo Fighters, but I time keep up with. Yeah, I'm the, the same way. Like I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know they were in town until like two or three days prior. Yeah. Like I'm it's not like, gonna get a Foo Fighters tattoo, you know. But <laughs> I do like them a lot. Yeah. I was like me. You know, I love Muse. Right. So like I went to their concert when they were in town, but nice. uh, they don't come to. Tampa. Yeah, not often. a lot of bands come. I guess <laughs> yeah. it's a track to get down here in Central Florida. So, all right. Well, I think that'll wrap up the podcast. Uh, sorry for that tangent on podcasts, but you know, it, we are on a podcast, and we like talking is, about yeah. podcasts. And you know, yeah, yeah. it is what Three it is. Designer so. stuff in the room. You know, yeah, I know really good, <laughs> it, it is off. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, but thanks for being on, guys, and we'll see you all next time. Thanks. Bye. bye.